Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. We are here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete head noise one laugh at a time, and that's what this fucking episode brings, plenty of laughs. It's where you legends ring in, trendsetter talk back. We fucking have a listen, have a laugh, have a cry, whatever we do, and uh, deliver a winning hat and a better beer pack at the end. Now, talking about better beer, I'm about to crack a can. This is a combo and a half, athletic greens, caramel latte, and a fucking better beer. Yeah. <laughs> the winning combo, is it? It's the morning combo and no food. Beautiful. And somehow they all match up. Mm. So go and get into a cart and a better beer today, responsibly. Um, so, guys, if you want to get involved with the show, <clears throat> we got the call line cranking. 073102-3932 to get involved with that. However, we believe the better way to get involved is to just voice record yourself on your phone and email Quinn at carryon at alphablokes.com.au. That's it. That's it. I just think that the calls are better quality, you know. And most of our winners have been from that. That's right, because you've got to think about it. You can record it and be happy with it before you send it. The old call, it's a hard fucking gig, ringing up and having one shot. That's right. Mum's spaghetti. One opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <clears throat> but, hey, I'd like to keep the lights on here during this episode. CTC, baby. Country trucker cap. So if you want to get involved with what he's doing, thecountrycompanies.com is where you go for all the designs he's got ready to go. There's some beauties there. And if you want to make your own for businesses, parties, piss-ups, whatever, uh, countrytruckercaps.com. And now Knuckles has fired up a discount code as well for the Alpha Blokes listeners, and that's Alpha Blokes, all one word at checkout. He's just done that off the, his own bat. So fucking there you go. 
But uh, I think we should do like usual, mate. Kick things off with a proper true yarn from the man himself. Strap it, it's time again for Knuckles' proper true yarn. Huey, Dewey and fucking Louie. <laughs> How the fuck are you? Just Knuckles here calling up me uh, thirsty Thursday trendsetter talkback yarn. This is a bit of a carry-on, boys. Went down to fucking Melbourne, got invited to uh, the President's Club at Collingwood Football. Anyway, it says on the fucking invitation, smart business attire. However, it is sponsored by Nike this round, so we encourage you to wear your best Nike sneakers. And I thought to myself, me fucking best Nike sneakers? I don't own a pair of fucking Nike sneakers for one. For fucking two, you don't get a frame like this fucking running. <laughs> the cunts come out once a fucking year, you know? Anyway, I'll send a little photo in of all these fucking wankers in their suits and their little fucking Nike T fucking um, shoes to match. What a fucking carry-on that is. Smart business attire, but we'll let you wear your fucking Air Jordans. Fucking dead. Anyway, boys, that's my proper true yarn of the week. I think that's beautiful because <clears throat> I agree 100% with him. I've got one pair of sneakers. Like, and as they, same as jog, I don't know, I call them joggers, fucking, you yeah. know, one pair of sand shoes that sometimes I'll wear if I'm fucking, I don't know, maybe going pegging, blowing the dust off them or every now and again when you decide you're a fit cunt again and go for a <laughs> jog or, yeah. you know, dad's fucking mowing shoes. But fuck, I don't know what's going on if you got more than, you know, I could never think of having more than a pair. I, I need know. another pair. Do you? Oh, I just, like, they're just great for around the yard. But, I, yeah, I'm the same. We use it for gym. I look like a fucking scrubber. Yeah, they're the same <laughs> as what you use around the paddock, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like, I can understand how people would have that, like a separate shoe for around the yard, getting into your work around there, and then have a shoe that you wear to the gym and you wear for fitness. But I just can't comprehend, like, someone having, like, five or six pairs just perfectly clean sitting there. But I guarantee when I get the second pair, I'll just be comfy in and I'll start doing yard work or something Mm. in them. I suppose that's the whole run-your-own-race thing, isn't it? Like, some people just enjoy shoes, I suppose. There's a fucking few shoe collectors out there. They love it. Mm. Run-your-own-race. Love love a good shoe. (laughs) Fuck yeah, um, mate! I got a I got a little <laughs> snippet. Actually, who's who's picking today? You are Tomas. Ooh, righto. I'm picking. Hey, yeah. I just got a little to kick things off with a laugh. I was scrolling the old internet this morning, bud, and stumbled across this thing. Have a fucking listen to this. I'm a lesbian. I'm gay. I am transgender. I'm a slithery little. Nick, it's nice. <laughs> 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 Fuck, I lost today because I'm like, oh, yeah, where are we going here? Like, we're going, and then I'm like, do you know what? That made me really laugh, but it also made me stop and think how funny that is. But the way our world was going, that man, I reckon in 10 years' time, will literally be able to identify as a slithery little sneaky snake yep. on his birth certificate. Yeah. That's, like, dead true, I reckon. Like, he will. And as funny as that is, I just went, holy fuck, that's where we'll be. I'm a slithery little sneaky <laughs> snake. <laughs> but anyway, on that Sorry, note, man. let's fucking rip into these yarns. We'll what rip in, we? eh? Sounds good. Trendsetters have been firing. Let's go. Fuck yeah. 
Boys, remote blowback after a bit of a layoff from ringing in. As I said to you, have been dealing with a bit of head noise, but yeah, we're hooking in. So we're in the tea room the other day, and uh, for whatever reason, the conversation topic turns into, you know, uh, shaking hands with an old friend, you know, Antan Combat. And uh, this lad behind me turns around, he says, I can't wank on me back. Now, normally I'm a bit of an advocate of the run-your-own-race champion, but curiosity really did get the better of me for, go on, pal, how'd, how'd, how'd you do it? He says, I wank on all threes. Now, I've looked him up and down and thought, well, you don't look like you're in the Special Olympics. I mean, he had all his limbs and that, but obviously he's done some health and safety course because he's maintaining three points of contact while he's got one hand on the member. Oh, fair enough. I never really thought too much of it. Keeps going. So we all stay on the same site in our caravans and whatever else, and I'm on my way back from shower block one night, and this bloke's fucking camper van's going for it like a barn door in a gale wind. I'm thinking, well, it's fucking windy. So the inner Mythbusters in me setting, I thought, well, if, if ever there's a chance to see such a spectacle, now's my chance. Now, I don't want to break in, because that sounds fucking weird, and I don't want to creep in, because that sounds even fucking weirder. But in the aid of science, and to go above the port of call, I was willing to get my phone out and fucking burst on in there. So that's what we done, boys. I fucking burst the door open, and there's this bloke's freckle winking at me. <laughs> his bollocks are drumming his arsehole like he's playing whack-a-mole at a fun fair. And he's on all threes. I couldn't fucking believe it. He went lying, and I've got the video to prove it. So, uh, yeah, get that up, you lads. All threes. So he's just bent over, just... Propped up with one hand in the middle. Middle. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then just fucking giving himself one. That's it. Wow. <laughs> I <laughs> think I've been in that state before. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Hold on, I fucking bent over one. Oh, look, it'd be hard to remember every pull. That we all have. It yeah, that's right. I've got pretty acrobatic over the years. Mm. <laughs> acrobatic. <laughs> fucking hell. Cambosis. Tom Morello. Queenslander! <laughs> How you going, guys? Nomad here from downtown Banarabi. Just sitting here in my bottom paddock, fishing with me mate Nigel, the fucking legend. Uh, I just rung up to tell you a poem that I wrote back in the late 90s. It's to do with work, different jobs. And I called it The Perfect Job. And it goes exactly like this. <laughs> I've been searching for a good job for some time, tried baller making to wash and grime, swept the dust off a dirty floor, drove an old cab number 54. I've hammered nails and painted ceilings, but hitting my thumb, fuck it, was not appealing. Even tried milking cows, but I got the sack for stealing their bells. I've washed dogs and trimmed back trees, the dogs I quit because I'm fucking allergic to fleas. Even being a trolley boy at Big Dub. But I think I might go try and get a job in the scrub. Mustering cows for days on end. These outback tracks, they just fucking never end. I'm sure I'll quit when I get back. I'm sick of the saddle up me clack. I've driven trucks from coast to coast. The female hikers I miss the most. Changing tyres by myself. Fuck that shit, cunts. Go find someone else. I've sailed the seas on a fishing trawler, but I sunk a boat named the Smelly Ballser. 
Hooked the nets on a World War sub. I was just dreaming about the pub. So, after searching years long and hard, that perfect job is a load of fucking lard. But there is one place, left I know, the local brothel just gets some dough. And at this place is the perfect job. It'll even cause your dick to throb. <laughs> With Cindy Sam on the end of your knob, just watching her head. Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Get that into you, guys. Hope you like it. And here's a joke to fucking finish it off. Why do scuba divers fall backwards out of a boat? Because if they fell forward, they'd land in the fucking boat, you dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, brother. That is fucking... That's... Fuck that. That'll be hard. Creativity. That'll be hard to beat. that's That's an original too. Like, oh, well... Unless someone comes out and says, ah, fucking rah, rah, But if that's original, bro, well done. That's creative. Fucking excellent. Loved it. Relates to all of our humour as well. Like, as in just... And you know. and places we know. Big dub. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well done, mate. That's fucking going to be very hard to beat today. Mm. Down down the river at Benarabee having a fish too. That hits close to home. Yeah, that's right. That's right here. Well, we've fished there. Yeah. Caught fuck all there. <laughs> Yeah, I actually agree. I think I've got a fucking, maybe got a flathead. And but I can't fish. Still good. Righto. Yeah, g'day, you mad legends. Hope you're a whale. Gibbo from bad down in Victoria way. Gibbo. Just set the scene before I carry on with this. Sitting in the car, just in the passenger seat, waiting for the missus. She wants to drive. And you got no, you don't have much leg room as it is in those front seats. But out she comes. Big ass fucking handbag, big ass fucking drink bottle. And she just fucking bulges into the car, throws it all down on your legs. I'm just, I just look across, I'm like, don't worry, darling. My legs, my legs love living in prison. <laughs> Fuck me dead. Do you need a fucking handbag that big for one? Why do you have a fucking three litre drink bottle? Well, what's the fucking point? And think of me fucking poor little pegs. My balls are fucking smashed up already between me fucking legs. Uh, anyway, is that... Do they? Do these girls need to jog on with all their fucking big shit? And I'll drive a fucking full drive. Look, fucking just throw it in the back. We've got all this excess room and you have to use where me fucking legs go. I want to stretch, love. Anyway, do you, do you guys have that problem? Oh, no, you don't. Come over. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, the... <laughs> They're a little that, short. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there nah. definitely is something to uncover here, lads, with this water bottle thing. Yeah. My missus has a water bottle that could double as a fucking spare rainwater tank. Yeah. It's insane. Like, litres. I'm going... Fair enough if you were, like, going across Australia. You were cutting to Perth and, like, you had fucking 200 k's between servos and you're like, eh, if the car breaks down, you know, we won't die. But... If it's just a day-to-day basis, I don't understand the huge water bottle thing. I've got to be a bit biased with that too because I normally – my missus is the same. It's not uh, pretty – well, she's had some big ones over the time. Hmm. Um, but I'm always sculling her water. Yeah, yeah, I'll, sn- I'll, I'll slip. I'll, I'll, like, yeah, I'll never bring one, but – I'll slip in, but I mean I, I can understand one for certain things. I reckon it's like um, to calm them down from getting hangry. Well, at least I've got a heap of liquid before I have to eat again. Mm. Quinn, can you, like, Google, um, I don't know, what would we even Google there? Why women have such big water bottles. 
because it's fucking emotional support water bottles. Why we love them. Oh, I'll be oh, fucked. Yeah, fuck fuck it. What are we diving into here? Here we go. So what do we got here? Making us fall deeply in love with trends such as micro miniskirts, logo strap ballet flats and tank tops is the fashion industry's expertise, but some people's feelings for the latest must-have accessory is more obsessive than adoring. Hefty water bottles are now more common than yoga mats. Loud conversations about F45 and weighted bracelets as stylish impressions of a commitment to wellness with owners' close relationships and their hydration sources potentially becoming unhealthy attachments. Yeah, right. So it's literally like it is like a trend, eh? Like someone... Yeah, Yeah, right. So the emotional support water bottle trend emerged on social media during the the Weezer lockdowns, driven partly by content creator Christina Najjar. Ah, oh, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, Christina. I doubt half our um, missus know who she is. No, nah, me neither. But anyway, there you go. There's a thing written on it, though. The Sydney Morning Herald. I do like promoting hydration, Mark. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing today. Stay right. hydrated. On the athlete's choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Having a jog in a can. Sitting here with Dave Ferret. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Copy. Um. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. But there, I agree. There is something behind the water bottle thing, man. There, one hundred percent is. And though you might as well drive because fuck me, they always just throw shit down at your legs, mate. I it's one of those things where it's funny. Like I used to think too. Like Dad always drove and that, but like my missus gets proper bad car sick. Eh? Like as in really car sick if she's not driving. So she wants to always drive, and I'm like, whatever. Like it's not like I'm like no. How good's that? I'd still like on a on a big long trip if the whole family's in the car. I'd feel more comfortable driving, and that's nothing to do with her lack of ability. She's a great driver, but I mean, I just like being in control. If you're in that situation, especially like school holidays, cars everywhere, fucking whatever. But I do like the fact that she likes driving because I'm like fucking too easy, bro. I'll chill out here. It's always that um stigma, but like I love when the missus wants to drive because fucking the amount of driving we've done over the years. Yeah. I'm happy to be in the passenger seat. Oh, yeah, but bikes but, are like, oh, you're But pussy. I'm oh. still biased because I was at Coles the other day and I was just looking at this bloke in the passenger seat and his missus is like pretty much running the family. Mm. And mm. I just had that judgmental thing going, you got to be either drunk or just fucking stupid. Mm. Mate, I'd probably, people probably say that about me all the time because we'd be sitting there, we'd have four kids in all the car seats, the missus driving, and I'm just fucking yeah. chilling out. Run your own race, champions. That's exactly right. <laughs> but I, I just want to admit, I am judgmental. Yeah, and it's easy to do that. When you see something like that, you're like, oh, fucking, what's it go, mate? What are you yeah, doing? yeah. <laughs> Getting pegged, are you? Yeah. <laughs> your missus probably takes the groceries inside. Yeah, she probably you, puts you, the bins out. Yeah, you probably unpack them, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Rah, you good-looking roosters and Quinterbell. Ramery. <laughs> And I've just got a bit of a yarn for you. So back in the day, I was seeing a mate of mine's sister, and it was just a bit of a fling. And uh, don't tell him. But um, I wanted to get the big O out of her, like a real fucking good one. Just hook in, you know. And uh, so we've gone and had the conversation with her. What would make you comfortable in your skin to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, yeah, OK, we'll start with plenty of foreplay. We'll work up to missionary. And then from there, go to this. And I uh, wouldn't mind trying that. Blah, blah, blah. Fast forward two weeks later, I'm sitting around a campfire with said mate, and uh, I thought to, thought to myself, oh, this will be interesting. Hey, got a game for you. What 
if you went to a pub, picked up a Sheila, come home, what would be the ultimate start to finish for you to turn around at the end of the shag and go, what a ripper. This thing's a keeper. Look how good was that? Because yeah, righto. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'd start off with a bit of a chew and uh, I'd work my way up to missionary, you know, and then, then I'd start doing this and that and, and I'll, the race to the finish line. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I went, holy shit. It was word for word the exact same scenarios and role play as his sister. Now, this would mean my mate's best route would be with his sister. <laughs> now, on that bombshell, let's have a little joke. I was walking home from the pub the other night and I uh, saw this girl amongst some bins and I thought, under all that dirt and grime, there's a beautiful girl inside. So I've taken her back to the house, chucked her in the bath and uh, pulled her out the bath, start toweling her down and one thing led to another and we're frantically fucking on the bathroom floor. At one point her head was banging so hard you would have thought she was still alive. <laughs> in ya, out of ya. Cheers, boys. Oh, that's some fucking dark humour there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy. Off the bat, that is so funny too with the, with the old mate and his yeah, sister and that, yeah. sharing that thing. Hey, direct, he didn't tell him, mate. Nah. You'd have a fucking good laugh to yourself over that, though, wouldn't you? Great fucking yarn, though. That was great. That was, that was awesome. Oh, I don't think I could contain myself. At- Oh, you, yeah, you'd just be I'd laughing. Be shocking. Going, I'm like, oh, fuck me, that's what your sister likes as well. Did you say you were born in Tassie? He <laughs> <laughs> uh, must have done the birds and the bees at the same time. Actually, we're on the fucking episode where we talked to all the trendsetters. Did you see in the carry-on group, um, Egg and Bacon chucked in his mutton bird fucking thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put, he put yeah. in a, uh, a thing in there saying fucking, oh, you know, good chewing with the mutton birds. Because remember back in the day, and they probably are, but remember back in the day he said... Are they the same as up here? I don't know. Because well, they fucking call shit different. Well, no, nah, I think they are. They're like, they, they are mutton birds. But, like, I don't know. Because I remember back ages ago, he's like, mate, they're good chewing. And I'm like, well, they fucking can't be that good chewing because I've never seen the cunts anywhere. Like Northwest, know? where we go every, Yeah, that, every that's where year, they are, right? fucking thousands. So I'm not saying they're not, but I just struggle to believe that they're unreal chewing because I'm like, well, it's the same as kangaroo. People go, oh, they're good chewing. You say, nah, can't. Who are, who's saying that? Mate, I've bumped into a few people that try and say it. Like, they're, oh, yeah, they're good. I'm like, mate, no, they're not. Because if they were, they'd be fucking everywhere. <laughs> the only place I'm going to try it is when we go to that fire door in Surrey Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, kangaroo. Yeah. Well, I've tried it before. Well, if there's any bloke I'm trusting cooking it, it's him. I've tried it before when someone soaked it in milk first and it took a little bit of the gamey flavour away, yep. like that that real strong gamey meat because they're lean as fuck. Yeah, I've know. had the patties and the sausages, so obviously yeah. they're mixing them with some pork fat or something. But, you know, you got to do things to them to make them taste good. It's not like you can just cut a slab off and be like, oh, that's unreal. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Sear over the grill, an old leg. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Throw it straight on the fire, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, hair and all. There you go. Tommy, Cameron Coitus, Dr. Coitus. <laughs> going on, boys? A little cam joke for you. Ooh, a little cam joke. A little joke. cam wakes up here one night, you know, and he hears some noises coming from coming from the old room. Oh, I better go and investigate this. Anyway, opens the door and hears mum handcuffed to the bed and fucking... Bad fucking giving a one from behind. Bit of hand and chin, you know? Bump and uglies, if you will. 
Anyway, little Cam runs off fucking screaming. Anyway, the fucking dad uncuffs mum and fucking puts his robe on and gonna go get little Cam and calm him down. <laughs> anyway, as he's walking past the guest room, he hears some noises. He hears granny on her hands and knees and little Cam giving off fucking one from behind. <laughs> and he looks at little Cam and says, what do you think you're doing? And he goes, yeah, well, it's not so fucking funny when it's your mum, is it, cunt? <laughs> Excellent. Do you know what makes that so awesome now? Is as the joke's being told, I have you imaged in my head doing whatever that is happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why it's so funny. It's like now the little Cam, and I'm just picturing you just sniffing around. Like, <laughs> no, oh. we name all little Johnny anymore. Yeah, no, nah, it's all little Cam. It's all little Cam. Oh, I fucking love it. That's That's brilliant. G'day, you mad cunts. John O'Fine in from the big smoke here. Just thought I'd give a quick call out uh, with a public service announcement for you clowns. The little holes in your crocs, boys. You realise that's for all your dignity to leak out? (laughs) Just thought I'd leave you with that one. Stay out of yourselves. Thoughts? I, uh, I'm with you, mate. <laughs> if you're wearing them in public, fucking oaf. Look, I think it's one of those things that you just, yeah. You just I don't need to... dignity on the farm. Nah, I don't need dignity. But I lost all. dignity fucking years ago. So well, that, fucking that's what I'm nothing's getting at. left to leak out. That's what I'm getting at now too. I'm like, oh, I rocked them for a while, and like I said, there's nothing to do with dignity where I'm not wearing them as a daily. It's just thongs. I can't get it out of me. Thongs are my footwear of choice, and they always will be. However. I have got Crocs now ready and loaded to just fucking – like I'm heading to Agnes um, tomorrow morning and mm. fucking – actually, it'll be when this is out. Heading to Agnes for the fucking weekend, coming back to do a little episode Friday. But they will be on my feet all through Agnes on the beach, in the boat, fucking, you know. That's the time for Crocs for me. Yeah. So. I would have left them in the yard. Yeah. <sighs> Well, you'll be nah, good. you keep them on the boat. I reckon I'm keen to try them out in the boat. Mm, I reckon they'll go well. Sunburnt some dots on the top of my feet. Yeah, with all your <laughs> dignity. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> dignity dots. <laughs> nice. Like you mean on the hammer? Yeah. <laughs> on your foot? Yeah. Fucking right. In the toes, nobody knows. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, drugs are bad. Boy. So, recently single, decided to go get my first massage. Whilst I'm in there, thought I was king fucking shit. Had my massage. It wasn't too bad, except for the one part where she decided to mix in fucking DP with oil up on my shoulders. Now, that's all well and good. It felt good. But then just decided to go further down and do the rest of my body. Halfway through this massage... My asshole's on fire. Like, it is fucking burning. Anyway, tells me to flip over. I looked at her and I told her to go and wash her fucking hands. She washed them twice, told me she was all good, everything's going to be fine. Didn't burn, but you swear, mate, she was using this fucking thing to round up cattle. She's cracking this cunt like a fucking whip. (laughs) Holy shit. I reckon that's fucking two inches longer just by jerking the fuck out of it. God, it hurts. I don't know what to do anymore. Slamming in a car door or go back there. One of the two. 
Anyway, have a yourself. Yeah, right. So she was really rough with him, is what he's saying, eh? What did he get a rub, rub and tug? Yeah, 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 yeah. What I want to know is how was his asshole burning? Like, as in, was she in his freckle? Yeah. Or did the. Maybe it leaked down from <laughs> yeah, the cheeks must or, have something. or something. Or, he sort of or, brushed over that. I'm going, hey. Or he asked for a finger. Hey, yeah. Run your own race. Good on him. DP. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend DP'd up the freckle. Have you had any problems with the DP? Oh. Like any stories? Or? Yeah, uh, mate, plenty of times I've, because I used to always, like, when I'm playing footy, I like to fucking rub a heap of DP'd into my legs just to get the old burn going and, mm. you know, a bit of Vicks on the chest, up the snout, all that sort of shit. Um, and heaps of times, bro, I've fucking done that. And you're nervous sort of walking around before you run out and um, I'll go for a piss and your cock burns because, like, you know, you might not wash your hands properly and that, and you get DP'd on your cock. Not ideal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's dangerous. Yeah, I've definitely had it on my cock before. <laughs> nothing to do with footy, that either. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not nothing to do with footy. I think it was running. Yeah, right. I remember yeah, yeah. Katie woke up screaming once at, like, 2 a.m. She had a massive cramp. Yeah. And I was rubbing her leg, and it, she gets them pretty often, and they're pretty, like, concerning. Yeah. I remember one time getting into my work, like it was dying down. I went to go wash my hands and I accidentally touched my eye. Oh. And I was like, fuck that. Like, oh. one of the worst things. Yeah, they are. It is bad, <laughs> eh? It's full on. I remember um, when we were kids, I think my brother picked a chili out of the garden. Fucking, <laughs> you beauty, this fucking chili sprouted. Yeah. Anyway, so he's all touching it. And then mum's freaked out because he's wiped his face. It, this is right before school. She's trying to wash his eyes out. I've picked it up. And then fucking I'm going. Let me <laughs> dick's going. Fucking. Oh. And then she must. Like, and then somehow my little sister ended up with it. Oh, true. So all three of you are just fine. And she's just. I'm thinking of a mum trying to get to the hospital because she's like a nurse. Uh. And she's trying to get three kids to fucking primary school. All just crying and crying fucking and, oh. and we're sculling milk and fucking it was it was chaos. Dramas. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking funny. Yep. You don't realise some of these stories and then now that we're parents, you're going, fuck. You gotta get, get ready for everything. <laughs> Mate, I'm starting to feel what your parents would sort of would be feeling like with that many kids sort oh, of thing. Yeah, I'm one of five. And, and you yeah, you're fucking right and, up there. And these four are like they're just congested so close, like the age. Yeah. Mm. Um but, yeah, I'm definitely going to go through some, uh, through some stuff like that. But I am getting better at just sit, sitting back and laughing and going, oh, fucking, well, yeah, good luck to you, old son. <laughs> Righto. Righto. Fellas, I hope everybody's well. Um, just wanted to touch on, I believe his name was Dan, uh, about his little girl and going through treatment and self-reflection. I'm a big believer on self-reflection meditation. Um, I've done martial arts for about 14 years, so I meditate a lot. And I take time out every single day just to sit there, breathe. You don't have to fucking meditate. Just breathe and just think about, you know, what's around you, what you could have done a little bit better today and what you are generally grateful, like grateful for, sorry. Um, Yeah, I found it's helped me and so much in my life and especially the last probably two years. I lost my brother two years ago. I lost my dad just over a month ago. I lost a mate to suicide fucking last week, you know, and I've been through hell and back with, you know, kids and really, really, really bad, you know, cesareans, poor my wife. You know, we've been, we've, we've been through hell this last two years. And if it wasn't for 
my self-reflection and my strong mind, I don't think I would be here. And then I want to, I want to touch on another thing. Cam, Tommy, Quinton Tarantino, I appreciate you guys a lot. You guys have also helped me so fucking much. And I couldn't couldn't, couldn't say a, a, a bigger thanks, honestly. You know, I listen to you guys. I've, I've been listening to you guys from day dot, pretty much. Um, I don't call up too often. Oh, well, recently I've been peppering you cunt because, you know, I like to. And because I drive for a living. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to say thank you once again, hey. You know, like, you guys are legends. Keep up the great work. And what you guys are doing for community and men's mental health is a fucking commendable situation. I've been finding it hard to, you know, open up a little bit more and, you know, talk, talk a little bit more and... Yeah, like you guys are definitely, definitely breaking the um, stigma, which is a massive thing. So kudos to you, fellas, and go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's um, the word meditation. Like we were talking about it the other day. Like just sitting back and like me the other night, just sitting back and journaling and just having mm. a bit of a think. Mm. And I fucking seen ten ten again last night. So fuck it, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but it's hard for blokes to go, hey, hey, Tom, I meditated today for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is hard to fucking say to another bloke. It's the word, it's the word, it's the meditate. And then, you you know, you made to be like, oh, righto, fucking yeah, yoga you boy. You put your tights right, on right. before Pilates yeah, after you, fuck Yeah, but, you know, it's it's like introducing it in this way that it's like me, like I said, sitting there having a beer the other day, just watching the kids bounce on the trampoline, laughing and that, and thinking to myself how I'm grateful for all this stuff. That's what it is, and that can be your meditation. You don't have to be like, I meditated or whatever, you know, even though that's probably the word for it. Oh, yeah, I just think... Uh, yeah, that is that is probably the word to normalise. It's a bit like the mental health thing is just stress, but now it is anxiety and depression. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right, in some cases. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it is just good to reflect on your day and have yeah. a... And mate, thanks heaps for that. Like that's yeah, fucking, thank you so much. That's amazing, eh? That um, we can affect people like that and bring a community together and help, you know, normalize. Like, as in, this is the next little thing we were saying. You know, me and you on the show now. Like, fine, it's easy to talk about mental health and our struggles personally. But at the start of the show, when you're first starting to say like, "Oh, I was struggling with this," or it felt weird. You know, talking about yeah. it. Where, like, the other day, sort of saying, hey, I uh, tried to sit there and be grateful about something for 10 minutes and it helped me. Like, it felt weird saying that the other day, but I think it's just all about making that not weird. Yeah, yeah. I think what I've learned and being able to, like, talk about it and shit is um, starting to learn myself, like, um, when I'm struggling. Mm, yeah. Like, I, I think in the last couple of weeks, I'm, like, having moments where I'm, like, oh, i got to go to the gym or got to go do this because... I'm getting in a bad place. Getting a bit snappy. Like I'm getting me. snappy for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's and like me too, man. I might get a bit snappy or a bit like probably not nice to be around, I suppose. Like as in just not bubbly. Not like you have to be bubbly and mm. skipping around all the time, but probably just not a pleasant person to be talking to, I suppose, at the time. And I, I think it's about realising when those situations are and what you can do. Might be a time where you do pop outside and just have a little moment to yourself maybe. You know. Well, I, I cracked this shit um, yesterday because we got Telstra dramas, as we always talk about, it, and then I figured out somehow I'm getting charged on my other business account. Yeah. So I jumped in the car and I went to Bunnings because I had to go get a, a new sprayer or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I cracked the shits because it was 200 bucks. Last time I bought it, it was 160 and it only lasted fucking four goes. Yeah. Race back home. I still had to do the lawn I hate doing the most. So I fucking piled up the car. 
got there and I was more happier <laughs> doing that lawn just with my headphones in, <laughs> yeah. poking around in the hot, sweating my ass off. But afterwards, I just felt great. It was like I went and did a workout. Yeah, yeah. But like somehow that just cleared my mind. But I was like, um, got in the car, raced the bangs, cracked the shits, drove home. And I'm like, fuck. Mm. It's crazy what things can make you calm down. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it's just that time to where... See, I think that's why mowing the lawn is a therapeutic thing because you can you can't do anything else. You're no. mowing the lawn, yeah. so it's like. And before that, you got a million things in your head and and other things that you're doing. You can do other things. You can be calling while you're doing this. But I think shit like mowing the lawn or taking your motorbike for a ride or something like that. You're doing that, and that's all you can do. So just fucking embrace it. Fishing, fishing. You yeah. just like you know. And that's why just, um that yeah. like living like. When I said just stay busy, but he didn't really agree with that. But, yeah, but I, that's how I cope. I th- is yeah. staying busy. I think he but was sometimes saying, you might be like, um, like he's saying, um, escaping the problem. That's right. But Where, I don't think I'm escaping the problem. I just needed to like do something that's going to make me debrief the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You can sort of just focus on the one thing at that time, and it might be a time where you use that. Yeah, Whatever I just need to doing. focus on one thing instead of a hundred different things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's why staying busy. And see, that's why too you can't. That's why this space is such a hard thing, mate, because you can't group everyone into the same thing. You know no, what I no. mean? Like you can't, and that's the hardest part about all of this is that, like, for you, doing that one thing, and that's your time to bit of reflection and just just enjoy it. Where, like Casey was saying on that episode, he's like. That might work for you, but sometimes people would use staying busy to never think about that stuff. That's you right. Know? Yeah, so, that's the part. Yeah. yeah. I shouldn't so say he didn't agree. He's just he had a yeah, different, yeah. different take on it. Yep. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's a very fucking hard thing. Mm. And everyone's different, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I suppose, like, what works for us might not work for you, but, hey, you won't fucking know unless you you give it a crack, you know. And that's like I saw a um, comment on – one of the TikToks that, that we did with Casey about like talking up and like when you're saying ringing all, all your mates and that. Yeah. And someone commented, um, talking doesn't always help. And like I just left it, but it's like, yeah, and the only way to figure that out is to fucking give it a go. If it doesn't work for you, then fucking try other avenues. But mm. yeah. Well, I think it's anyway. dangerous if you constantly are silent and bottle shit up, bottle shit up, bottle shit up, and then you're just going to snap. And it's probably the wrong yeah. time to snap. Remember we said, like, we were talking to Timmy O'Driscoll, I think it was, right at the start. And yep. it was about, like, um, he'd write shit down, I yep. think. Like, as in, like, just getting it out of your getting it out of your head. Like, if you don't want to talk to someone about how you're struggling, even writing it on a piece of paper might get it out for you. You know? Who knows? I don't know. I haven't had to do that before personally. I'm just trying to say, like, this is some of the things that I've heard other people do, which has helped them. Yeah, I've had to, like, write stuff down. Like, Quinn, you said the other day, like, um, you didn't feel like you were getting anywhere and then you had the support from your business and your best mate. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I felt like the same the other day. I'm, like, getting all built up going, I'm going nowhere, I'm achieving nothing, fuck, everything's slow. And then I start writing shit down what I've actually knocked over. And then I'm going, fuck, righto, we actually are moving forward, but probably not to the pace I want to be, but we are moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a fucking wild space, boys. But uh, life. We're doing. Yeah, that's right. We're doing yeah. our best. Hard tacos, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
what a fucking is. It's fucking funny. All this hype about that on the strength setters group. I'm just copping it for more angles. I'm gonna fucking cook up what I have and show you fucking pelicans what um the future looks like. No, I've seen a new one this morning. What? For tacos. What's that? So instead of just cooking your meat mint separately, mm. you do little balls. Like do the like like you do a rissal. Yeah. And then you put your fucking um, ball down, put your soft, what do they call them, tortilla, mm. and then smash it on it, fold it, then add what you want. Yeah, right. So it's like a hard tortilla smash taco. Ooh. Someone said a similar thing too, mate. He said that he just has a hard taco and then he wraps his tortilla around oh, the outside. Stop it. So that way when it breaks, it stays together under the soft one. I'm kind of keen to try that. Yeah, that, I actually saw that too and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. As much as I'll never never admit it. I wonder it. if you still have to preheat the um, corn chips, but you know what I mean? You know how you preheat them? Yeah. The rest of it tastes like shit. What's that? The shit, hard, hard shells. Oh, the hard, hard shells. shells. Oh, I don't have that problem, mate. But um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll move on. Yeah, yeah. But Great no, that chat. sounds good. Thank you very much for your call, mate. Yeah, cheers, bro. Tommy, Cam, Queen Us. Just uh, calling up for a little bit of advice, boys. I, um, I'm in a bit of trouble with the missus at the moment because um, we... What fuck do you want? What's your fucking problem, dickhead? Don't, don't make me get out to find out you can't fucking fight. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck. Fuck me, I've lost me fucking mojo. I have to call you back. <laughs> fucking cocksucker. Did you, so did so he just I get into a bit of road rage? I forgot about that. He <laughs> <laughs> just had a blow up mid-call. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play that again? Because yeah. now I didn't know what was happening at the time, but now that we know this bloke has just fucking run into a wanker halfway through his call, let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> that, he emailed that in. He was like, boy, I blew up at the start, but I included it anyway. Anyway, <laughs> right, let's go again. Tommy, Cam, Queen Us. Just uh, calling up for a little bit of advice, boys. I, um, I'm in a bit of trouble with the missus at the moment because um, we... What the fuck do you want? What's your fucking problem, dickhead? <laughs> don't, don't make me get out to find out you can't fucking fight. <laughs> That's awesome. Bit of road rage. Yeah, Should we great. hear his actual call? Yeah, yeah, let's go to his actual call. Now. I hope this is it. Alright, boys, I'm back. We're on your mojo back, hopefully. Ah, fucking dickhead. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in a bit of trouble with my missus at the moment. We're um, doing some fucking dumb shit the other day, you know, just celebrity crash, this and that. And, um, no, I said to her, well, who's, who's the, you know, your four hall passes? And straight off the bat, she's, oh, Bieber, fucking, um, Jason Momoa, The Weeknd, Brad Pitt. Well, apparently the wrong answer for me is your sister, your mum, the fucking chick next door, and your cousin. <laughs> what, what, what was, what's one of it I know? Fucking, Jesus Christ. And, um, yeah, the other fucking thing is, 
Oh, I fucking, I got me dick caught in the zipper the other day, boys. It's, it's the worst feel, and fuck me, it is as painful as you think. And I will never be wearing zipper boots ever fucking again. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> anyway, stay out of yourselves. Get inside me. <laughs> great yarn. Yeah, that was fucking great. Good stuff. Yeah, when the whole pass chat comes up, just I yeah, we've all played the game, and um, they go it. really, really. You don't. You gotta stick no. with Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Fuck's sake, untouchable. don't mention your hometown or something. No, untouchable like celebrity thing. I would, I would even avoid that. Like I don't even. I just think no. it would introduce something like Margaret you could be on the piss and be like, "Oh, there she is, going to go fuck her." Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, you know. I remember um, we meanwhile podcast Lou, the mm. chick off there. She did like a TikTok about it, and she like, acted as both. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then, right like, on. did the blow up? Yeah. I'm like, there you go. Mm. Oh, no, I just think it's it's a thing that comes up and you're better off. Uh, Whitney Cummings f- and uh, Margaret Robbie, reach out. Yep. And, <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston. Oh. They're my top three. Yeah, right. Why well, not? I wouldn't see Whitney much because she's a busy Why girl. <laughs> but imagine having that funny of a chick living with you. Mm. Some blokes get offended by like a chick that's funnier than them. Offended, yeah. Do they? They have to like pay out on them. Like they'd a, feel threatened. A, yeah, feel threatened. That's the word. Yeah. I'm, but I'm like, how fun would that household would be if you just had a full blown comedian the whole time? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you just had, I just think I, I really appreciate being around people that are quick witted. Yeah, like I, mm. I really that fucking gets me the most out of anything. Like people can have a preempted joke and stuff and it's awesome but like someone who just doesn't know something's coming and it, it's just like boom boom like straight off the bat and i'm like that's, yes come. i struggle house. with people yeah. that are too serious yeah oh, same man no you can't be Fuck no. oh well you can be but you'd be a fucking sad cunt your life <laughs> <laughs> right on that note thanks mate move on thanks yeah, for the yeah. blow up russ yeah that was that was great go back to lace up boots <laughs> yeah you and randy tommy Cam, Quinton, Sheep Shagger here. Just ringing up about the yarn on episode 128 about not using the toilet on short flights. Mm. Well, I've got a story for you. I had a phobia of using public toilets. I flew from New Zealand to Bali and didn't use the toilet on the plane the whole flight. So when we arrived in Bali and one of the airport staff asked how my flight was, I said, yeah, good, can't wait to use the toilet. Five minutes later, I was in an interrogation room getting my body scanned and the rubber gloves came out let's just say i don't have a phobia anymore of using a public toilet heck oh Oh. (laughs) so they must have thought like he's been smuggling like he smuggled something and he's got he got dooded can't wait to get to the toilet jack and that's like code word for get this guy in the room yeah or the protocol Oh yeah, yeah. It'd be like if you said bomb. Yeah, yeah. That's a quick way to fucking get in the interrogation room. <laughs> yeah, I correct. remember. Remember that chopper? Do you know how old old mate did the chopper thing? It was yeah, a comedy yeah. thing. He was at the airport and he goes, "Knock, knock. Who's there? Terrorist with a bomb. Fucking bang!" <laughs> <laughs> oh. You cannot even like that's just one word. Oh, if you knew. like, if you're you're like you can't say racism, can't say the n word. 
Mm. You go to the airport, you cannot say B. No, no. O-M-B. No. Great spelling, by the way. I'm proud of you. Thanks, mate. That's um, the private school shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was thinking, like, if you knew that you were all good, like you had nothing in you, on you, or... Hanging your, out of you. Hanging out of you, on your belongings, like you didn't even have a bit of fairy dust in one from a few weekends ago, and you were sweet... And you got put into that scenario and they've got the glove on. Would you would you nearly take the piss and be like, use two fingers? Like, well, okay, or, how many coughs do you recommend? I can do it on one. <laughs> yeah. How <laughs> fun. <laughs> push, push, push. Isn't that meant to be a bloke with a KY jelly? Where is he? Yeah. But, I, uh, um, my sister and I got, on the way back from Canada, we got like pulled over by dogs. Did you? And like had to... For, we got held up for like two hours. Wow. And they were like interrogating proper. And I was like freaking out. I'm like, is there anything in my bag? But mm. there wasn't. Did obviously. you have a good time in Canada? Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. Yeah. Copy that. Yeah, it's uh, it'd be a it'd be a crazy thing. Like I, f- I find at the airports, even when you know you're sweet, you haven't got anything on you, you get pulled over to get like a bomb swab. Oh, you and freak all out. of a sudden I'm just yeah, I'm just thinking like, was I you know? Always I'm get probably... always get pulled up for that. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> what do you reckon? How you look? Well, like like we were talking about before, the cyanide plant here. A lot of people that work there at Orica, mm. fuck, they constantly getting pulled up. And if you've gone there for the day, um, to yeah, go you got the like a fly in to go to a cyanide plant or pneumonia plant, yeah, or QMP, you're gonna get pulled up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Hectic, hectic. That's fucking. That is loose, <laughs> like his freckle. <laughs> that Move. was loose. <laughs> Move on. Hello, I have a story for you. My husband doesn't know that I am submitting this, and he normally listens <laughs> to your podcast on his <laughs> long drive home from his week at work. <laughs> Last week, when he was home, he had his car booked in for window tinting just down the road from my work. So naturally he came to my work to pick up my car to use for the day, which was fine. He did a few jobs. He went to golf with a friend. And towards the end of the day when his car was ready, he bought mine back and went and got his. When I left work and came to my car, it was unlocked. I thought, hmm, now I work in the city of Rockhampton, so I don't really want to leave my car unlocked. In the back seat was his golf clubs. I saw my moment. I've raced home. I've hidden the golf clubs. Oh, nice. I can't say anything because that would look suspicious. He knows I don't care about the golf clubs. So I've bided my time. He's forgotten about it. We've had a beer, gone to bed. The next day we go to the gym, still nothing. So I said oh, look at this message in the Facebook group. Some idiot in town last night had some golf clubs and have thrown them around everywhere. And we had a little chuckle and went, bloody idiots. After the gym on the way home, we were talking about our plans for the day and I said, whose golf clubs are in the boot of my car? And he goes, oh, they're they're my friends and mine are in the back seat. I said, what? He goes, yeah, mine are in the back seat. I said, no, they're not. He said, yes, they are. And I said, I think I would know. I did groceries yesterday. He's processing. He went, fuck. Oh. Fuck. 
And I was like, you idiot. You've left my car unlocked. How do you not look after these things? Had a little rant at him, made him sound very irresponsible. I have then said, do you know what time you dropped my car off? He goes, yep, yep. I said, you're going to have to lodge a police report to get insurance. <laughs> he goes, yeah, we'll do insurance. I said, what insurance do we even claim this on? Car or home contents? I said, do they even pay out claims if, you know, if the car's unlocked? He's fuming. He is so angry. These are $4,000 golf clubs. <laughs> so he's stewing on it a bit. And then halfway home, he goes, ring, ring police, like, we'll, we'll lodge it right now. So I had to, had to give in and tell him. He has never been so relieved in his life. Oh. He said that I got him very good, right up to even working it with the golf clubs all around town. Well he, done. Very rarely he admits that I got him. So this time when he did, I think that's, that's you, Butte. Mm. I said, don't leave my car unlocked again, point taken. I think he asked me about three times for the rest of the day. So my golf clubs are at home, yeah? I said, yeah. <laughs> now, funny story, actually, I had to ring the insurance the other day. So I um, just quickly double-checked that golf clubs yeah, nice. are included and what I needed to do because I didn't want anything backfiring on me later as a little bit of karma. So anyway, sorry, husband, that I submitted this story to the podcast, but I uh, hope you have a bit of a chuckle on the way home. Thanks, guys. That's fucking great, eh? It's good, like, when someone has a thought like that that you can get your partner or whatever, especially if it's not, like, a common thing that you're pranking each other all the time. Yeah. So he would, like, out of the blue, and then she's dropped those subtle hints, just really fuck you up, and then, huh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's awesome. Expect a bit of um, bit of return fire, though. I reckon. Sure, I'd have to be like sitting there going, "Oh, do I let him just call police? Link? They're gonna do nothing anyway." Mm. Oh, uh, I think I almost would have let it go. That was uh, well played, though. Eh? That yeah. is so good, man. Yeah. That actually brings back a thing for me as well. This morning, like, um, I was about to leave, had all my shit. I'm like, where the fuck are the keys? Like for the car? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like looking around, I normally put them straight up on the hook. And um, I'm a big person that goes home and just puts shit in the same spot. And uh, it's not there. And I'm like, fuck. What? And the missus goes, you did, wouldn't have left him in the car, would you? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Got home and had all the shit with the young fella yesterday. Went out there, bud, on the street, in the ignition, the keys. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, thank fuck I do not live in Townsville or something like that. Like where I live is uh, quiet. Like residential sort of area with no crackheads. Like, thank fuck. If you for do, that. if you did that downstairs here at the studio, I'll be gone. Should be see you later. See Burn, you later. Burnt out on Red River. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, that just re- brought back a bit of a thing. But well done there. That was great. Huh? I'll mate, be going. Get fucked. <laughs> I had a beauty of leaving my keys in my car in yeah. Rocky at a mate's place. We were meant to leave at four o'clock the next morning to go to Ellie Beach for nine days. And my wallet, everything was in this car. Anyway, we couldn't find it. Searched the whole place for like two hours. Couldn't break into me ute. Anyway, um, his mum rings and goes, yeah, the um, police neighbour found the keys like in the door, mm. like to lock it. It was just sitting in the door. <laughs> oh, what, hanging out of the door? Yeah, hanging out of the door. <laughs> 
But my only thing that saved me, because I was like, there's no point in me even going to Early Beach, I haven't got ID. I had some reason I had my passport in my backpack oh. inside the house, but no wallet. Yeah, right. So I had to like borrow money for the week, get cash off them, and then um, transfer money. <laughs> Head noise. <laughs> I don't even know if I transfer money because that was like before you could transfer money. You know, when we're like fresh 18, you'd have to, like on a Sunday for me anyway, because you used to Yeah, spend, the internet spend, banking wasn't really. I'd thing. have to go to Commonwealth Bank and check my account. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, oh fuck. that's why I went out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. <laughs> Declines trying to get a pie from the pie mole Monday morning. Monday morning. Smoker. That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're eating fuck all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great work. Thanks for that uh, call-in. That was beautiful. Rattle. Thomas, uh, coming. Call-winning. This is uh, Sammy's Longlegs from across the ponds. Just got a quick joke for you. So, uh, this woman, she's been in a coma about three months. Husband's been there in the hospital with her every single day. One day, the, uh, the nurses are giving her a little sponge wiped down bath. And when they uh, were cleaning a private area, you know, it's a little flicker in her eyes. So they rub, rub the sponge across again and same thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, she's definitely be asking for that. So they wash out the bowl spoon and they go, we've just been giving her a, a sponge bath. And when we've cleaned that private area, definitely seen a bit of a reaction from her. We reckon if you go in and, you know, form a bit of aura with it, uh, there's a good chance she could come round. So she's like, yeah, no worries. Good, good idea, good idea. So it goes in, shuts the curtains behind it. After a couple of minutes, near the long... The uh, heartbeat man flatlining. The nurses come rushing in, check the pulse. It's like, oh my god, she's died, she's died. What happened? What happened? Pulse goes, ah, I don't know, I think she's choked. <laughs> anyway, uh, something else, something that really fucking pisses me off. Is it just me, or every time you go to a restaurant or anywhere where you're having a sit down meal, that the waitresses sit there and wait for you to have a mouthful of food before they come over and say to you, how's your food tonight, sir? Yeah. you got to turn around while you're fucking choking and gargling on a mouthful. Oh, God, it's great, thanks. <laughs> now, obviously not the best quality there. No, I think the the accent crossed with the phone call quality. I didn't yeah. I, I didn't get the whole story to get the punchline thing. Mm. But <clears throat> the waiting thing at the end, I could not agree more with. Oh, how accurate is that? Yeah, oh, I just have to like look up at him and go, are you serious right now? Like thinking to myself, like give him that look. Me first bite, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me have a few first. If I'm still eating and it's going well. What was a short summary of that, what he actually said? So she was in a coma. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, there's life inside her when they... Um, run the sponge uh, across. Run the sponge the across. And then they were like, oh, my God, she died. And then, and then he was like, oh, maybe she choked. Yeah, because he said, um, go in and give her oral. Uh, okay. But he's helped himself out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm still fucking that. Yeah. <laughs> hey. oh, I'm fucking very slow with that one. Sorry. I'll probably cop that, but uh, I don't, yeah. There's a bit of um, bit of consent issues there. Yeah. Yeah. Look Imagine like. that, but if that was true and you could just sort of, the old flicker. I reckon that's what would get you going. If you're fucking on your deathbed, enough. a bit of warmth around the fucking... Or a, ki- or a, a heart of, attack. A bit like, of warmth around little cam and fire you back up. Oh, or kill you, flatline you. Yeah. A bit like the killer hand jobs the other day. Mm. <laughs> killer hand jobs. That's right. All right. You are lads. Dan from England here. Thought I'd give you a quick joke. What do you call someone who sits on your nose? 
Fuck knows. <laughs> Loving the show. <laughs> Chat you later. <laughs> On your Dave. <laughs> Fuck knows. Mate, that's what the best thing ever, right? And I'll have to do it to the camera and we'll make a clip or whatever, but the best thing ever about the fuck knows thing is when you're when we used to be at work and someone's like three levels up and like maybe rigging a, a load up or whatever, like a crane or something like that, and I might yell, yell down, he's like, Oi, have we got any fucking slings or or do you know where this goes? And instead of yelling out, I might go. Yeah, fuck knows. Fuck knows. Like fucking, and it ends up just being that. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a fucking good thing, eh? And I don't know how well, like, widespread it is, but, yeah, fuck knows was a big one in the industry, like. That's prime. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. Tommy Tinky Toads. Lil Pam. Weeps tea in a ballerina. Stewie here, West of Australia. Got a bit of a egg college yarn for a year 10 in the dorms. Um, between the attend on, we thought we'd have a fucking door wars strong to each other as you do. And one dirty cunt decided to shift in a sock. Oh, I would like mine all. So I picked it up with a broom, end of the broomstick, and walked over up threatening side out and say so I ran off to their rooms. I thought, fuck, I've got an opportunity to do something here. So I fucking put it in the microwave and set it on, and then I fucking ran up and down the hall. Still keep fucking making them think I was in their dorms. They kept the dorms that was the fucking turd put me in the mic. Oh. Anyway, leave this with a quick joke. <coughs> Mr. Alpha goes to the kids. Righto, kids, what did you hear on the farm? No. Queef Tina goes, I'm very cow. It goes, Ooh. Mr. Alpha goes, good job, Queef Tina. Tommy Tinky goes, I heard a pig. It goes, point, point. Mr. Alpha goes, good job, Tommy Tinkers. Little Cam goes, oh, get off that fucking truck, you little fucking cunt. <laughs> anyway, keep up the good stuff, boy. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> uh, it's taken off. Wow. Chuck the turd in a sock in the microwave. Oh. And he's just working everyone up in the door. That's our college for you, baby. <laughs> that would be <laughs> absolutely rank, wouldn't it? Just... Don't. Uh, I'm going to gag. Wow. i got a fucking weak stomach. That was fucking... Uh, that's unreal. I can I can just think of like... No. Like just sieving through the sock. Oh. <laughs> oh. The poor can't have to get it yeah. out of there. <laughs> right, no. Oh, well. Heck. Thanks, mate. From the oh, WA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, fellas. Sorry. Fighting the bath here. Long time caller. First time listener. <laughs> I thought I'd ring up and share my story about the time I broke my dick and gave my balls a severe case of gravel rash. Oh. A few years back, when I was probably 16 or 17 at the time, Santa had left me this brand new spanking mountain bike. One that I'd wanted for a while. Anyway, the day after Boxing Day, myself and a few mates decided to head down the local dirt jumps so I could test out the new set of wheels. But the bike was slightly oversized for me at the time, so as I was going over the dirt jumps, the bike would ride up into me clacker and I'd nearly go over the front of the thing. Not to worry though, genius me, decided I'd take the seat out. All is going well so far. I've done the track a few times and I finally build up some confidence. I start with the little wheelies and not long after, decide to skip the funny business and fully send it. Here's me going full pelt at this dirt jump. I hit the thing as hard as I possibly could, giving me a good few seconds of air 
enough time for me to realise I'd severely overjumped this thing. Oh. I landed flat on the ground in front of the jump. My feet slip off the pedals, oh. and I've come down and landed right on top of my midget on a beanbag. Oh. Remember how we used to put the old can in the rear tire to make it sound like a motorbike? Yeah, i.e. me with my balls. At this point, I'm still heading forward, except with my dick and balls wedged between my back tyre and my top tube, all while my mates are watching me use my balls as a foot brake to stop the thing. Oh. I can do the little skip and a jump to try and run the pain off. I turn to my mates, who at this point had just about suffocated with laughter, for them to see the colour drain out of my face and blood drain into my pants. Anyway, I made it home and with my high spirits thought a shower, of all things, would fix the blood that was coming out the end of my one-eyed monster. What I'd essentially done was come so hard down on my bike, I'd split my urethra open internally. Three weeks later, I had multiple catheters shoved up me, a urinary blockage and many UTIs. I was back up and running, though my old fella spent about 14 months grieving. That's all, fellas. Cheers. Holy fuck. I've come down and it's grabbed me, um, like, groined mm. and fucking had, like, the big ass black mark come up my ass cheek. But, holy, imagine getting your fucking tackle Dude, wrapped that, up in there. Oh, those sort of stories, I can feel it. Like, that hurt listening to that. Like, that's just... There's some um, push bike dramas. I remember uh, a mate's little sister, she was, like, following us down this dirt road and um, done the whole thing, you know, you put, like, your leg up on the frame. Mm. And then she slipped and taken off half a, a little toe in the chain, like it wrapped up in the chain, and it's just hanging off. And we're carrying her back up to the fucking house. Just yeah. simple shit like that. How easy it can happen. I can relate to the the over jumping thing. Nothing to do with bikes, but snowboarding. Like yeah. when we were like over in Canada, when it'd be like sunny for fucking three days at a time, there was no fresh powder. I used to enjoy going to the park because I'm like, oh well. Yeah, park fucking hard there. anyway, doing park laps and jumps and shit. And after a while, I start to build your confidence up to really hit these jumps. And I think Whistler Blackhome, like the Blackhome Park is one of the biggest fucking parks in the world. Yeah. Like jump-wise. And um, I think we were hitting these, I think they were mediums, but a medium jump there. A Blackhome like, was like a large it was Japan. F- it was fucking big anyway. And anyway, I... <laughs> I was full of confidence this day, that's all I'll say. And um, just come steaming down the hill. I'm like, I'm hitting the cunt. Anyway, I should have checked a bit of speed off, mate, because I just went, like, and I was up in the air going, whoa, how good's this? And I went, no, this is going to fucking hurt. And just overshot it, bro. Went bang, straight fucking onto my head and shoulder and was skidding down the thing, just going, like my helmet's just going, boom. Laid there for a bit after and just went, all right, let's just fucking, you know, stop for a second, lay there and feel. And I'm like, I think I'm right. Sort of stood up. My shoulder was fucking hurting, eh? And that was the only time I went to any sort of doctor or physio over there. Went to the physio. And the only reason I went is because I'm like, oh, I just need to see if it's fucked or not. Like, if it's really bad. And went there and luckily she's like, oh, you would have strained this and that. We'll just get you to come back. Every week, and we'll work on it. And as soon as she said it wasn't too bad, I'd never went back again. No, <laughs> but holy, no, I do remember I, that. Yeah. I get the I get the overshooting thing on the oh, jump. <laughs> back in the fucking BMX days, or even motorbike, when you fucking clear a jump and you don't, you miss the landing and you <laughs> flat land. Fuck, you got dramas. You do, mate. Remember Jackie? Moore. I actually miss it, eh? Oh, I miss the fuck out of it. 
That was so fun. I miss I miss like bikes too. Like, I do, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. being that like that fit and fearless back in the day that you could just do that sort of shit. That's was, a shirt idea as well. Cam, fit and fearless. Fit and fearless. <laughs> I know. Now he's just fearless. <laughs> be more like bloated and scared. <laughs> oh, copy. Um, do you reckon that's probably the worst cock injury we've got? I think it is. Yeah, that's pretty bad, man. Be 14 months. Yeah. 14 months, multiple. And he's saying like UTIs and that. Bro, UTIs, I don't think there's more of an uncomfortable feeling for me than a UTI. When you feel like you always have to piss, but you don't have to piss. Like that's such yeah. an uncomfortable fucking yuck feeling, man. I don't think I've... I've probably had one, but I don't think I've had one. Ladies and gentlemen, or blokes, piss after you have a root. Yeah. Before yeah, you go I, to bed. I think it's, you got it. I think it's like almost built into us to do it. Well, I'd, you just make sure you do. Because like that just clears the chamber, baby. I don't um, know what I've never do. had like a full-on one. But. You know what? I yeah. feel better if I have a urinal now and then. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever had a UTI. Mm. But fucking, I do smash urinals now and then. Yeah, look, I think we've all smashed urinals. Um. But not just for that <laughs> fucking reason. We, we won't explain. But I don't know. I just feel, <laughs> I just feel better. Like it's like healthy for the bladder or something. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Yeah, that's. I, I agree with you. It's like a preventative maintenance thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you're drinking too much piss or a big weekend, I'll just fucking have that and then I'm just pissing prime. Toxins, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Couple left here. Cool. G'day, boys. Mashed potatoes here. Tastes so good. Fill them just right. Bit of a carry on for you. So I do automotive air conditioning as a job uh, over here in Kiwi land. And, um,. Just went and did a job, and the cunt, you know, has no fucking manners. Like, you know, I'm driving an hour to the other side of fucking town to do a job for this prick, and he fucking swears at me and shit. And, like, I can't say anything because I have to be professional, but fuck, but, like, Jesus Christ, mate, use your fucking manners and say fucking thank you. Don't be a fucking shit cunt. Honestly, hope the cunt fucking falls over carrying a pair of scissors the wrong fucking way. Sorry, it just grinds my gears a bit. Anyway, loving what you're doing with the potty boys. Stay out of yourselves. Or, and I don't know, whatever you want to fucking do. Yeah, look, I, uh, I'm i a massive person with manners, eh? I, I'm very... It's not, it's not hard to use your manners, you know? If I'm asking for something at the, at the shop or whatever, or if I scan something, hey, would you like this? No, thank you, or yes, please, or just that, thanks. Like, it's not hard, eh, than just not being a rude cunt. No. I don't know. I think that's brought up from being young kids and that, you know. Like, I was always told, use your manners. Like, whenever you go out somewhere, you know, I think that's a very important um, foundation. To... I use appreciate it too much. It's almost cringe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do use that as well. But, you know, it's a very important thing, I think, especially with your kids. Mm. And it's well, hard when you're working for someone else where you feel like just ripping old mate's head off because you want to be treated how you're treated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if mate's fucking giving you a bit of lip, fucking right, on, mate. Yeah, yeah, you sort of got to swallow your tongue so you don't put the business in a bad thing or whatever. That's why it's sometimes good when you work for yourself. Oh, it's excellent now, isn't it? Yeah, how good's work? Yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a customer. I had a customer the other day when I was doing something on the excavator and um, getting a bit shirty and whatever else. And I'm like, well, if you don't like it, mate, I can fucking pack up now. Mm. And you can see all the shit that's still left to do. And he's like, ah, oh, all good, mate. I'll just go have a drink of water. Eh? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm like, good choice. <laughs> what? Little Cam just feeding him one. Oh, you in that has, world. Has? In that world, it's fucking. Yeah. Concrete is fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, bro. Right. Yep. Yeah. Dealing with a fair few egos there. Fucking oath. <laughs> They're blowing up the night at the pub at 10.30. That's right. <laughs> All right, last one. Right. Uh, this is a bit of an update from a previous thing we've discussed. So. Ooh. Okay. This is really good. Yeah, boys. Trip from Melbourne here, reporting from uh, the spinal unit here at he the is. Royal Talbot in Melbourne. Uh, I just want to let you know I haven't been listening, but I'm not off yous. I just would it'd be a bit difficult to listen to a podcast called Alpha Blokes when uh, when I can't stand up and I've got to sit down to piss. <laughs> so uh, hopefully soon I'll be back on my feet and I'll have his back absolutely peppering me ear holes. Uh, anyway, boys. Much love. Keep it up. I'm sure he's still doing God's work. Uh, yeah, let it rip potato chip. Take it easy. Weapon. Thanks, brother. Thanks, that, that's awesome to hear from him, eh? Yeah. Fucking in good spirits and that as well. So fucking thank you very much for calling in, brother. Giving it's a rough the days in. there before you, we'd, as we'd know, mate. Fuck. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, thanks for fucking checking in, brother. That's awesome to hear from you. It made me, like, really happy when I heard yeah. that it was him. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, so, and, bro, yeah. You, if you're fucking going through what you're going through and you're sitting to piss, fucking there's nothing wrong with that. Fucking hell. No way. But, yeah. Fuck, that's a that's a hard one today, man. Right, that's, Tomas. That's what do you What do we got? I've got remote bloke at the start. Yeah. Uh, shout out to him. He hasn't been doing too well, but he's back on the horse. Um, that poem. That was poem good. about was jobs. Pretty good. Mm. That little cam joke. Yep. Um, <laughs> that bloke that just had a blow up on <laughs> the ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the golf club thing. Yeah. And then the ag culture shit in the song. Yeah. So it's down to two for me. Yep. It's a uh, poem bloke, and I really liked. The bloke who rang up about the meditation thing and actually yeah. had like a bit of a like a serious call because like I don't know I, I obviously love having a fucking laugh and shit but it's also one of those things that I'm, I that call from our mate was fucking great you know about mm. like the whole stigma thing and being able to talk and sharing his thing that he does like it takes a fair bit to fucking get out of your shell and ring some another bloke and put yourself out there and say this is what I do as far as like you know. Yeah, the mental health and meditation thing. So, yep. I don't know. I'd be out of those two. Um, th- that poem was fucking good, though. Yeah, it? I reckon it was good. I reckon it was well put good. together. I think now someone made a suggestion um, to play the winning carry on at the end of the episode. Yep. So Nick Nick Williamson put it in the carry on group, and a lot of people agreed with it. And they're like, "Yeah, fucking oath," because like like us, it you hear them all, it. yeah, and it's like we should finish on that to say, "Right, oh, here's the winner." Good shit sort of thing. So I don't know. Should we fucking do that today? Can do that, yeah. Um, and the other... Oh, what was the other fucking suggestion someone had? Oh, yeah, not putting the winning call title in the episode title. Because, <laughs> like, we are like, golden showers last week or whatever. And it's like, cunts are like, well, we fucking know which call one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm probably... like, oh, I didn't even think about that. You know? <laughs> yeah. So the Trendsetters group is fucking doing well. Absolutely. I really love hearing what you guys are saying because it's helping us and it's fucking improving things. So that's right. Well, we'll finish today off with leaving you with that last call. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon with the poem. I reckon. Congratulations, brother. Like I said, um, old matey rang up about the meditation thing. I really do like that, mate, and that was epic. Um, the poem just was fucking unreal. So yeah, he's the winner. Thanks for fucking calling in, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll finish on this one. Thank you. Cambosis. Tom Morello, 
Queenslander! Hey, going guys? Nomad here from downtown Benarabi. Just sitting here in me bottom paddock, fishing with me mate Nigel, the fucking legend. Uh, I just rung up to tell you a poem that I wrote back in the late 90s. It's to do with work, different jobs. And I called it The Perfect Job. And it goes exactly like this. I've been searching for a good job for some time. Tried baller making to wash and grime. Swept the dust off a dirty floor. Drove an old cab, number 54. I've hammered nails and painted ceilings. But hit my thumb, fuck, it was not appealing. <laughs> Even tried milking cows, but I got the sack for stealing their bells. I've washed dogs and trimmed back trees. The dogs I quit because I'm fucking allergic to fleas. Even been a trolley boy at Big Dub. But I think I might go try and get a job in the scrub. Mustering cows for days on end. These outback tracks, they just fucking never end. I'm sure I'll quit when I get back. I'm sick of the saddle up me clack. I've driven trucks from coast to coast. The female hikers I miss the most. Changing tyres by myself. Fuck that shit, cunts. Go find someone else. I've sailed the seas on a fishing trawler. But I sunk a boat named the Smelly Ballser. Hooked the nets on a World War sub. I was just dreaming about the pub. So, after searching years long and hard, that perfect job is a load of fucking lard. But there is one place, left I know, the local brothel just gets some dough. And at this place is the perfect job. It'll even cause your dick to throb. With Cindy Sam on the end of your knob, just watching her head. Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> Get that into you, guys. Hope you like it. And here's a joke to fucking finish it off. Why do scuba divers fall backwards out of a boat? Because if they fell forward, they'd land in the fucking boat, you dickhead. <laughs> All right. Well deserved. Well deserved. That's fucking awesome, guys. So, yeah, stay out of each other. Fucking carry on. Cap coming your way, mate, in a better beer pack. Thank you very much. See you later. See ya. Cure them what you want. Knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 